0: Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Chumps to Champs Fantasy Football Podcast. As always, I'm Danny. Matt and Scott are both here. How you boys doing?
1: Feels like it's been forever. I miss you guys.
0: We, yeah, it we really
1: did. does. This time, the last
2: time I was like, it's been two weeks, but it didn't seem like it. This one definitely felt like a while.
1: I miss you. It was you, like middle man, of last you. week. <laughs> one week <laughs> night, I was just bored, and I was like should i call up the boys see if we just <laughs> want to do a podcast
0: uh, always 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 in the mood for beers and podcasts but yeah it's march 20 something march 24th um how was your guys's brackets doing for uh, after the first weekend you guys still alive i'm still alive there's a lot of red
1: but i guess there's red in everybody's i think i'm i'm first in a pool and second in a pool um Doesn't look super great going ahead, but you got to like you got to like that position right
3: now.
2: No, uh, it's uh, it's not good. Not good, Danny. No, it's one of those to where uh, I feel like a lot of people's brackets are screwed up this year, but I still have both my championship matchup teams still in it. So at this point, I mean, honestly, if you pick the right team to win it all, you feel like you accomplished something. So the rest is kind of erroneous at this point.
0: Yeah, all of my final four teams were out by Sunday evening. <laughs> and I really was happy with my bracket, so yeah, things aren't going my way. that That shits over. Hey, Midwest
1: so- bracket, the one with Illinois. Oh man, <laughs> that one was just destroyed me.
0: Well, okay, so like all my final four teams are out, of course, but like kind of like Matt, no. Scott, you said if you can get the champion, then at least you feel like you accomplished something. I think if I get one big upset, then I feel like I accomplished something, and I didn't do either one of those things, <laughs> so this is a waste of time.
3: To but- be fair,
0: this year, how, I, how I'm
2: looking at it with all these crazy upsets and everything, is everybody's body of work was so abnormal because of the restriction of out-of-conference games and everything that seeds weren't, I'm not going to say meaningless, but they were very Arbitrary. inaccurate. Yeah, because the body of work was not what it normally would have been. So that's why that's what I'm going to say what caused a lot of these upsets that nobody saw coming.
1: Sounds like you're making excuses, mm-hmm. Scott.
2: Mm-hmm. Oh, don't get me wrong. I never
1: do well. <laughs> so that's... <laughs> right I, I called a couple tens and 111 seed upset um but i'm always too wimpy to go with like the the 14s or the 15 upsets and there are a couple of those this year
0: i just mm-hmm. i can never pull the trigger on that yeah if you do it once though you're good to go. like mm-hmm. especially pick one look at the schedule and do one that's like early on the first day because then when you get it you're like i don't care no, whatever happens, <laughs> the rest of this tournament it doesn't matter because I got that and you guys didn't. You had a uh, what were
1: the first two games of the tournament? Virginia Four.
0: Tech and Florida, and that was just oh, that was a killer. And then I I picked Colgate <laughs> over Arkansas because why wouldn't I? Because it's a fourteen over. It was my fourteen over a three or whatever it was, and it was looking really good until it wasn't. Yep. <laughs> So 0-2 was my start, and it got worse than that. But hey, guys, NFL talk now, right? There were a lot of things that happened in the NFL world, free agency-wise, even though a lot of eyes were on fantasy baseball, a lot of eyes were on March Madness. A lot of signings uh, of a lot of major fantasy football players. A lot of them. So I'm I'm glad you wrote them because I didn't even know about half of these. (laughs) Oh, yeah. There's a lot of big things that were happening. We're going to cover the major ones um, the first half here. And the second half of the show is going to be fun. I mean, the first half is going to be fun. Don't don't get me wrong. The first half is going to be fun. Stay and listen to the first half. Don't just jump to the second half of the show. But the second of the show, we're going to do our all-time fantasy football draft, and we're going to go for players. We're going to draft players from 1990 and later who are just awesome from a fantasy perspective and just really dip into the past. And I'm really excited about it. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. By
1: 1990, Danny.
0: Uh, I sent a text to you boys saying, what's the cutoff? And you said, how about 1990? And I said, it sounds good. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, we just made
1: the blanket assumption. There wasn't much fantasy going on before 1990. And I was born in 90.
0: So anything before that doesn't matter, right? Yeah, Scott and I were two and three. And uh, I wasn't watching much football then. So (laughs) I didn't write any of it down. Let's get into free agency, guys. This is honestly in no particular order. There's so many of these names. We're just going to talk about, from a fantasy perspective, what they do, how excited we are, how bleh we are with them, and just in football in general. Let's start with the one that just happened. Damian Williams, former Kansas City Chief, running back, signed with Chicago Bears. (sighs) Thoughts?
1: Muddles up the waters in Chicago. Yeah, that hurts.
2: Um, What's his name? Montgomery, Montgomery quite a bit because Damian, <laughs> Damian Williams, he was doing really well before he opted out last season. Correct. Yeah. I yeah. mean, he did great in Kansas city the year before that, from what I remember. And when he took the season off, you're like, Oh, that sucks. And now if he's coming back, he's got a year off. He's super healthy. I don't know, man. That's that really sucks for Montgomery. Cause he could come out on the scene, just killing it. And then what do you do if you're that, offensive coordinator you got to split it keep them both fresh keep them both working it and
1: keep that defense getting tired well and you're forgetting about cohen i mean he was injured a lot of last year but I, i i imagine he'll be the third down back so that's even limiting more snaps for Damian williams and montgomery and you got andy dalton there now so you know they're gonna be putting the ball in the air all the time right
3: Well,
0: you know there's gonna be a lot of third downs. You know there's gonna be a lot of third downs coming (laughs) Three Cohen's gonna be out there. Go ahead, Scott. I
2: was I think that it would almost benefit them to put Cohen
0: as a slot receiver if you got those two.
3: Yeah.
0: yeah, I can see that. Yeah. Jamal Williams, former Green Bay Packer, signed with the Detroit Lions. And first thing I thought, guys, was you gotta be kidding me. I was just, I just was boasting about how great DeAndre Swift is. And then this shit happens. You lay this on me.
1: Yeah. And carry on still there again, another muddled backfield. But one thing I wish the Titans would have got him. I thought he would have complimented uh, Derrick Henry really well. And after seeing how great this guy interviews, he is hilarious. I, <laughs> I wish he was <laughs> on my team to root for going forward. But I've always been a Lions fan. Maybe, uh, maybe it'll be fun to root for him there, too.
2: Yeah, I've always liked the Lions, too. And this sucks. I mean, <laughs> let's be honest. I'm just going to lead us into our next, our next one because uh, we know that all the receivers were gone in Detroit. And now Kenny Galladay just signed with the Giants. And I put something before that just, just to impact Swift even more. Detroit Mm -hmm. has no offense. Mm -hmm. They're they're number one wide receiver now because Marvin Jones is going to is Tyrell Williams, Mm -hmm. Rashad Perriman. Like they have no offensive threat passing game other than TJ Hawkinson, in my opinion, and Jared Goff is wavering, in my opinion. So that just means they're going to stack the box. So even if there was no one competing with Swift, that was going to suck for him in my book. And this just makes it
1: worse. Now they have another
2: running back there.
1: Yeah, I do think a lot of people are writing golf off too fast based off recency bias. Um, he has Super Bowl experience, playoff experience. He came in after what a broken something in a playoff game last year. He's tough, and Lions love a tough quarterback. Stafford's always been tough. I think he's going to be a good fit there. The thing, like you mentioned, that sucks is the lack of receivers if they would have held on to something in the passing game here in Detroit, I would have had some outside like Homer bias for the Lions to be decent this year. It's going to be tough for them. I I agree. If they would have kept,
2: if it wasn't the year that Galladay and Marvin Jones contract ended, I I, golf can throw the ball. You're right. I'm not going to argue that. And they had a decent run game and Hawkinson. I would agree that it wouldn't have been that much different of a hope before last year you know but now that they lost all the receivers woof, man i I want to root for him but it's it's gonna be hard their defense already gives up like what 30 points a game so you think they
1: would have snagged some kind of vet cheap and then drafted a receiver to like make an effort but i'm not sure i'm not sure what's going on there
0: what do you think about Galladay on Kenny Galladay's fantasy future with the New York Giants? And uh, I almost said Eli Manning. With Daniel Jones <laughs> winging him the ball, four years, $72 million. I mean, is this an improvement for Kenny Galladay?
1: Giants are adding some talent. Galladay, we're going to touch on Rudolph later, adding some things in the secondary on the other side of the ball. I guess they're making a push. I'm not a, I'm not a huge Giants fan, but... I like Galladay. I'll root for him there. He got yeah, paid. I, yeah, I mean, good for him. I don't know for on a personal level
2: in terms of fantasy. To me, it's almost like a sidestep for Galladay. I don't think his quarterback improved. And I mean, he had Marvin Jones, not like some elite number two receiver in Detroit, but solid. And he's kind of got the same situation in New York. You know, they got Shepard there. I mean, they've they've got a couple other guys, so it's to yeah. me, it's 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 pretty comparable. You know, it's not a elite step up, but it's not a step down by any means either.
1: I think with the addition of Galladay and Rudolph there, it's a do or die year for Danny Dimes. Um, oh, absolutely, yeah. I don't I don't know what their O line looks like. I don't know if we're gonna be able to throw any uh, blame on that if they don't do well. But I think that's what what the Giants organization is going for. We're gonna put some pieces around you, and you better do something with it.
0: Mitch Trubisky leaves the Chicago Bears and joins the Buffalo Bills on a one-year, two-point-five million-dollar deal to be Josh Allen's backup. It kind of makes sense. Old jacket, green jacket. Who gives Jewish. a shit? <laughs> <laughs> I think it's good. It's good for. It's fine. It, it's nothing. Like to me, it's nothing. He's a good backup, right? One of the top backups in the league.
1: Yeah, I think he's a he's a good fit as a backup for Josh Allen, too. And it's it's a good payday for him, I think, to be a backup. Uh,
0: I don't think anybody's complaining here. Chris Carson re-signs with the Seattle Seahawks two years, a little over 10 million dollars. I like Chris Carson if he can stay healthy. So, I mean, I like the I mean, he knows the Seahawks, the Seahawks know him. He's the guy there, despite Rashad Penny being there. I, mean, I like the signing. I've just never really been excited about Chris Carson. I can't say I don't uh, like him. Yeah, I wouldn't put
2: him high on my draft list, but it's one of those that he's he's got another year of health under him. We know last year was questionable coming in. He's coming in healthy this year. I, I, I like him more this year than last year.
0: Juju Smith-Schuster re-signs with the Pittsburgh Steelers for one year, $8 million. I was really surprised by that little amount of money. But then again, when you think back on what he's actually accomplished, it was one season, so what do you make of this? He just wants one more year with Ben Roethlisberger?
3: Yeah,
1: boring. I thought he was going to go somewhere like the Titans, maybe. Um, Although I imagine we'll touch on their one receiver signing later. But uh, Mm -hmm. Juju, Steelers, it's nothing to get excited about. I guess expect more of the same.
2: Yeah, I think it's, it's also the Steelers playing the game of Chase Claypool. DeAndre Johnson showed some promise last year. We're not quite ready to turn it over to them as our one, two Juju did it, you know, a couple years ago. Let's, let's, let's see if he's got that magic one more time. And he's just had a bad year
1: or two recently. That might be part of it. I don't know. I imagine he could have got two plus years with the same amount of money per year somewhere else. Right. Or you think he's a, he wants to prove it. He wants to prove it contract. Maybe with Chase Claypool there. I don't, I don't know if he's going to have the opportunity to prove it.
0: Yeah, and Deontay Johnson, I think, is the best receiver out of the three. Yeah, With the with, uh, reducing salary cap, who knows what he would have got elsewhere. Maybe people aren't paying out, and that was his best offer. Kyle Rudolph signed with the New York Giants. How long is this guy going to play? Two years up to $14 million. I mean, does this just poke Evan Ingram in the, in the ribs from a fantasy perspective? I mean, that, Galladay there, Shepard, Slayton.
1: Yeah, Marley. I... I don't think Rudolph is ever going to be a fantasy stud, and I think two years, 14 mil is a great deal for him. Oh, um, yeah. <laughs> all, all, all this really does fantasy-wise is, yes, poke Ingram in the ribs. Even if he doesn't get injured this year, you got Rudolph over there
0: probably stealing, what, four targets a game? Probably, and they're all end zone targets. I mean, he's a yeah. good end zone threat. Rudolph is. Ugh. Ingram had his chance last year, and he did nothing with it, so pooped on his leg. Will Fuller was one of the big wide receiver free agents this year, and he signed with the Miami Dolphins. One year, $10 million. That's like super uninspiring to me. I don't know why. I feel like yeah. from a fantasy point of view, blah. Miami like, ever since they benched Fitzpatrick,
3: I've You're just right.
1: been really, like, <laughs> upset with them. And Tua is going to really have to prove something to everybody this year, including the organization. Uh, I'm not excited. I was excited when Fitzpatrick was there. I'm not excited now.
2: I I agree. Tua's got to prove something for sure. But the upside, if he ends up being decent, with Will Furl- Fuller and Devontae Parker there, that's a pretty good one-two punch for, for your wide receivers if your quarterback ends up being what they hope to is going to be. I'm not sure I'm confident in that, but they obviously are, so at least they're make, at least they're putting the pieces in place so that he has that ability to throw to some actual decent receivers.
0: Guys, this next one made me more mad than any other one on the list. OK? Your boy, Matt, Kenyon Drake. Oof signs with the las vegas raiders of all teams for two years 11 million dollars what you're gonna I muddle am, up that backfield oh, on me of all backfields you're going to do this to my boy josh jacobs oh another son.
1: reason oh. to hate Kenyon drake and now i do buddy
0: now i do <laughs> i i really do i mean this does suck for they didn't sign him to not play him this does suck for josh jacobs am i wrong like well,
3: I why would if draft
0: him now. if you're Kenny and Drake? Why do you want to go there? Like eleven He's making million, million dollars. <laughs> well,
1: I, I I get that, but <laughs> you don't know the things I would do for eleven million dollars. <laughs> <Scott. laughs> I I understand that perspective, but I feel
2: like there'd be a team that doesn't have a clear cut number one that would have given you that. Maybe
0: there wasn't. I don't know. That sucks though. That really sucks. Yeah. I mean, hey, I'm gonna turn the tables into something positive. We talked about Chase Edmonds. Last, no, was it was like a month and a half ago. No, it was two weeks ago. I think this bodes well. I, I'm liking Chase Edmonds more than I think I did on the show two weeks ago. Um, I agree. I mean, as like Josh Jacobs and David Montgomery are falling down boards because of these things that are happening, Chase Edmonds, I'm liking mm-hmm. him. Because mm-hmm. they yeah, haven't I mean,
1: added any pieces there. It's unless they draft somebody, it's a Chase
0: Edmonds show, right? I think so i mean there's i'm sure some ancillary piece on the depth chart but nothing compared to what he's shown he can do i like it i, I mean, think
1: that's... he he's proved he deserves a shot i can't imagine they don't draft something to kind of develop sure. there too sure
2: no, agreed i mean you got a guy who may be a little less talent but gets all of the work compared to somebody who's might be a better running back but gets split i mean No one thought Robinson on Jacksonville would have been doing what he did, but he got all the workload and put up great numbers. I mean, there are are other running backs that are probably talent-wise better than him, but didn't get the carries, so you're not going to get the points. So, that yeah, that definitely hurts,
0: hurts them there. I like this signing. Jared Cook for the Los Angeles Chargers. One year, $6 million. Big man in the end zone for Herbie Hancock to toss it to. I like the signing once Hunter Henry left. What do you guys think?
1: Yeah, I mean, what is he like? Forty now though. Um,
0: Something. Yeah. He
1: he played on the St. Louis Rams and he wasn't a rookie, so he's old. We know that much. (laughs) Thirty-three.
0: He's oh my god, he's (laughs) Scott's age. (laughs) Yeah, he's old, Uh, (laughs) but. uh... I have been 32 for another no, he, like, two months, I think, so I can say that. <laughs> Cook
1: has always been a talented receiver um, at the tight end position. He's had troubles with drops in the past, but I think he'll be great for the Chargers. I like it. It's a good deal.
0: Pretty sure the Chargers still have Antonio Gates' phone number. I mean, <laughs> I mean right? And I'm just, Antonio Gates is one of those guys that's probably like 34 somehow. Yeah. <laughs> probably still jacked. Yeah. Uh, Antonio
1: Gates is only 40. That's not that bad. What? 40, born in 1980. Wow.
2: Wow. He he did come out of retirement to play for a year. So, I mean, he's he's up there. Yeah. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Curtis Samuel signs a three-year, $34 million deal with the Washington football team. I also like it. I wish he would be a Tennessee Titan, but I like it for Curtis Samuel, and I like it for Washington. What about you guys?
1: yeah um exact same boat. I was really hoping the Titans gun for him in free agency i He was always a receiver that flew under the radar. I thought in fantasy. Nobody appreciated what he did. He was always getting targets. He was always productive with them. He's just a good receiver, and i didn't I didn't think teams knew what he was worth either. Um, he's getting paid thirty four mil over three years. i think I think he got done, found out, and everybody was gunning for him in free agency. Good signing for a football team. I'm going to be rooting for them this year. Uh, ultimately, just it gives them more than
0: one option. So definitely helps yeah. their, their quarterback. Yeah, I know Terry, uh, Terry McLaurin and Curtis Samuel both went to Ohio State, if I'm not mistaken. And that was yeah, their buds. Yeah, they're buddies. So that kind of made sense. And I'm surprised I didn't see it coming. Good for them. Hey, hey before H- we
1: move on, yes. I know we just mentioned. Uh, jerry or antonio gates is 40 i had or read a crazy stat the other day that was there's only three players to catch a pass over 40 years old can you guess what the three players are
0: Uh, okay weird weird guess is tom brady one of them yes okay scott (laughs) you get the other one i don't fucking know how old is your player is like 37 isn't he I think he's, I don't think. He's, yeah, he's he's not 40 yet. Is the other 40-year-old like Brett Favre or something? One, one those weird passes? Yes, one no is way. Brett
1: Favre. It's Tom Brady, Brett Favre, and one other player.
0: And other Breed? than Antonio Gates. <laughs> other than Antonio Gates. No, Antonio Gates has not caught a pass. He's just 40. He's just <laughs> 40. There's a lot of people that are 40. Yeah. I don't know. I got two of them. I'm pretty pumped about that, so I don't know. That is impressive that you got Tom Brady and Brett Favre. I was impressed. I'm trying to even think of. I think I remember Tom Brady catching one, and I just guessed Brett Favre because I remember him being 40. It was like a kicker, maybe? Like Sebastian? You guys ready for it? Yeah. John Elway. No. Jerry Rice. I I know. Of course. He played for forever. Yeah, that would. I thought
1: that,
2: but I was like, no way. He played till he was forty.
0: You just gave a Son statistic of, a bitch. of three players who caught a ball, blank, 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 in history. The greatest wide receiver ever. I didn't guess,
3: <laughs> And <laughs> I you guess Tom Brett Brady Barber. and
0: Brett Favre correctly. Wow, hell of a show we got going on here, boys. <laughs> hell of a show. Oh, okay. Speaking of people that are old, AJ Green. Signed with the Arizona Cardinals for one year, 8.5 million. I don't care.
3: (laughs) Yeah,
1: I am indifferent. I kind of like it. We'll see if it gives Kyler Murray another option. They want their offense to be dynamic. I get it. Um, I'm not super excited, but I think it could be the right fit.
0: See if AJ keeps trending up. Is there any, any fantasy value there? Does he replace Christian Kirk's fantasy value? Would you
2: even go for him on a flyer for a week? I mean, I, mean, I guess it's Without hard to say injury? now because he no could injuries? have a big
1: week here and there. But yeah, if he's healthy. No I would bad. certainly take him, like, if he's a free agent after my draft and I had somebody go on the IR or something and I just want to fill a spot and see what happens, yeah, I'd take a flyer and let him sit on my bench if I got this room for it. I'm, I'm not better than that there's obviously talent there
3: well
0: there was i mean i i could be completely wrong on this and i'm oh, willing how old to be is wrong he? he's a wide I, receiver too. Like i think he's 30 or 31 how, how I really is there do. no
1: value with him being the wide receiver i know how is he replacing
0: christian kirk is he is all that value gone with christian kirk i mean he was he showed flashes i don't know i don't but know but isn't
1: kirk out of the slot AJ's going to be the other wide I mean, AJ's... I guess, yeah, it's hard to say mm-hmm. who's the number two then. Yeah. Yeah. 30, I mean,
0: it's 32 get years old. He's 32. I could buy age. I figured he was at least a year or two older than that, but good for him. <laughs> Stay healthy, bud. Stay healthy. Yeah. I think it muddies the water for everyone not named DeAndre Hopkins, but I mean, it can't do anything but help Kyler Murray's fantasy value.
1: And life. they also have Keyshawn Johnson there the the new Keyshawn Johnson oh, was and the <laughs> fan favorite <laughs> Isabella.
0: I was, I was always came Isabella? up with
1: like some amazing catches last year
0: out of his, nowhere. His stat lines would be two catches for 145 yards <laughs> and two touchdowns. Like this doesn't make any sense. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. Oh, whatever.
2: Yeah, was say, he's a fan duel God on those weeks though, man. Yeah.
0: Andy Dalton is the new Chicago Bears quarterback, seemingly one year, $10 million. And boy, did this get hit with, with some negativity on social media.
1: <laughs> if you're Andy Dalton, you got to just like throw your phone off a bridge. And not I, just, w-
0: I worry that it happened and he hopped on to see all the praise he was going to get. And then he just like went into this deep, dark sadness. I worry about Andy Dalton after yeah. that shellacking he took on Twitter from every Bears man out there. The Bears really
1: wanted Russell Wilson. It's understandable. He's, he's a tier above Andy Dalton, but that's not to say Andy Dalton hasn't been a gunslinger in the past, and given the red situation, maybe it works out, but it's a much, much more outside shot of it working out than Russell
0: Wilson. Did you see what Chicago offered? Seattle, allegedly, what? I should say. It was like three first-round picks, a second-round pick, a couple of starters. They didn't put names on who those starters were for Russell Wilson, and Seattle said no just goes to
1: show you how valuable a franchise quarterback is in the NFL.
0: That was the bears that did that. Right. I mean, there's a lot of teams wanting him. I think it was. Okay. I mean, what are you going to
2: complain about? It's not like your quarterback play has been very good Chicago. I mean, it's, is it a step down? I would say no, it's, it's literally a sidestep. If anything, I would put, I would put Andy Dalton in the category of a step between game manager and gunslinger he likes to throw it but he also plays decently smart which is
0: kind of what they need i feel like kind of like a fit metric right now I yeah mean, well the argument yeah. i
1: heard from bears fans was they're they're in no better shape than they were with trubisky and foals like they did side stuff.
0: i think they i think they are in better shape i know mitch trubisky had flashes of oh this is what he could be but mm-hmm. i still know consistency, consistency. I still think Andy Dalton, I mean, he did, he did really well yeah. in Dallas. Dalton
1: when... will consistently throw three picks a game. You can
0: count on that. <laughs> <laughs> That's okay. Yeah. Well, yeah,
1: <laughs> but no, I, I get it. Like you, you have certainty in my eyes, Dalton's going to be their starter all year. Unless something crazy happens last year. Yeah. I had the quarterback battle or who should be starting this or that, which is great for the media, but bad for the team. I think Dalton's going to be their quarterback this year. I mean, hopefully he does well for a boy, Ali Mm Rabi,
0: Marvin Jones signs with Scott's Jacksonville Jaguars for two, 14.5 million. That's a good signing, right?
2: I like it. It gives them at least some kind of veteran presence. I know with obviously, you know, who coming in this year, He's going to have a target and they've still got, you know, some receivers there. It's not like they're completely delinquent in that position, but this just helps, you know, have some experience there. They get that Wiley veteran. So, and we know they have a good running back, so I like it. It's not crazy expensive. They can afford it. I
1: think it's good. I mean, definitely an upgrade. I don't know if I've ever heard Marvin Jones considered Wiley, but, uh, so you guys hated A.J. Green, mm-hmm. a Wiley vet at 32 on the Cardinals.
0: Right. Right. Marvin Jones, how old is he? 31. Tw- oh. So, Marvin Jones has done a lot more than A.J. Green has in the past two years. And here, here's how I look at Marvin Jones compared to A.J. Green. A.J. <laughs> Green
2: was always an elite receiver, and when he didn't live up to that, you were disappointed. Marvin Jones was always ranked as like wide receiver. 31 32 in the league and he always finished the season at like 20 he always outperformed what you thought he was going to do fantasy he had so that means he obviously yeah but he obviously did it on the field like he got stats he got catches he got touchdowns so he was never a guy that i looked to to be you know carrying my team but he always
1: did more than i kind of thought he would just looking at his stats yeah so jaguars will be ranked like 31 32 in the league next year
0: No, no, 29 or 30. All right, you got Detroit falling back there. Hey, Jacksonville's going to have Urban Meyer calling the shots, so who knows what to expect? That
1: is actually kind of exciting, especially with the assumption of Trevor Lawrence going there. Urban Meyer, Trevor Lawrence. Going to be an interesting year in Jacksonville. It gives
2: it gives us Jacksonville fans something to be excited about after last year.
0: <laughs> even if
3: it's other a
2: than the one,
0: other than the one and zero start, the
2: one and zero start. Even if it doesn't work out, at least you got a hope going into the season.
0: Irod Taylor signs with the Houston Texans for one year, twelve point five mil. Well, He might be starting. I would imagine, right?
1: Yeah, I think. Everything's very unclear and wishy-washy with whatever allegations are out there. But I'd I'd say one thing's probably for certain is that Deshaun Watson violated NFL's misconduct rules, and a suspension almost seems imminent. Um, we'll let all the the legal what not fall out on its own, but we he almost has to be suspended for a while, right? I I would I would
0: think, but I would think I don't want to dig into what is real, what's not real, whatever. Charges versus allegations versus all this mm-hmm. stuff, but they that number just seems to be growing.
2: Yeah, I was gonna say, was it fourteen or sixteen allegations? Sixteen, lasts, I heard. That that's a lot to be coincidence or people just going against him. I, I no it's matter not, what happens from the legal good.
0: perspective, Matt, you're right. It sounds like he violated some some rules, so he may get a suspension. Um, but I also don't think that he's gonna be playing for the Texans anymore. But who's gonna trade for him now? I mean, oof. that's where the uh, whole
1: thing gets muddled, but let's go on. let's not yeah, get-
0: <laughs> I mean, let's not dig too deep into Tyrod Taylor. <laughs>
2: do you think it was the Houston ownership just because he said he wanted to play there? They just mm-hmm. paid all these people to
0: say things. if that's the truth, and Scott called it here on Shows the Champs first. <laughs> remember it, okay, New England Patriots signed two major tight ends in Hunter Henry, three years for thirty seven million and John U. Smith. The Four years, $50 million. Now, Matt, let's start with this. Would you have wanted the Titans to sign Johnny Smith for four years, $50 million? If you knew that was going to have to be the contract.
1: That's a lot of money. That's a lot.
0: That's a lot of money.
1: You're, I mean, you're paying him. Stud, stud, wide receiver money, right there. That's yeah. That's almost what is that per year? That's like Henry. That's what Henry is making per year. And I know running backs don't demand the same amount uh, as other positions, but that seems almost wrong that you would give him a longer deal for more same money as Derrick Henry. I, I loved him but I'm okay seeing him go and watching the Patriots spend the money on him, which the Patriots just seem like if they want cap space, they have it, which I don't understand how it works.
0: 87 million they're pouring into tight ends, which is, I hate. The Rob Gronkowski, Aaron Hernandez connection worked really, really well. Tom Brady was their quarterback then, if I'm not mistaken. So I don't know how the Cam Newton to Hunter Henry, John is Smith's going to go. I really like Hunter Henry and Johnny Smith as tight end. So Scott, what are your thoughts on this whole situation?
2: I don't know. It seems like a lot of eggs in that basket. But like you said, it it definitely worked with Gronk and Hernandez. They were both, I mean, just from a purely fantasy perspective, I remember having Hernandez at least one, if not two seasons, when Gronk was still getting all the crazy stats and Hernandez was a very playable every week tight end. So it's almost like wide receivers if they're going to go down that same structure and everything else. However, like you said, I don't know if it's going to be there with the quarterback situation and everything else. I mean, good for them. They're getting paid. But in terms of a pure fantasy standpoint, I don't know how likely I'd be to draft
1: either of them. Yeah, let's just, let's just hope the Patriots get out of this one with less murders.
3: Oh my God. Oh, Love boy.
1: It. Love it.
0: <laughs> Take it to the next level. Um, just to round out the New England Patriots, let's talk about Nelson Aguilar. They signed him for two years, 22 million. That seems aggressive of a signing. <laughs> so, this is how I wanted to frame this Hunter Henry, three years, 37 mil. John Newsmith, four years, 50 mil. Nelson Aguilar, two years, 22 million. And Cam Newton, you get to throw it to all these boys one year, five mil. Yeah, but that he has incentives
1: seem... like up to 14 or something,
0: I think. Okay, so let's say it's 14 mil. <laughs> throw, throw it I, I don't know. It just seems yeah. a
1: lot better than the last year's contract for Cam Newton, which was like one mil, right? Mm-hmm.
3: With some incentives. Mm-hmm. It, mm-hmm.
1: it does seem ass backwards,
2: though, that he gets that running backs don't get the amount that wide receivers
0: get. Yeah. on some of these contracts it's just it's mind boggling. I don't want any of these guys in fantasy. I think Scott you mentioned that just a second ago. I don't I, I know there's more pieces there and I know Hunter Henry and John Smith are going to be valuable, but I just this is the end of my draft and I just skipped out on tight end then I, I I I don't know if I can do it. I
2: think it's a late round backup tight end flyer and hope that one of them lands big time. I wouldn't draft either of those my number 1
1: yeah maybe if it was still tom brady there but i don't trust cam to make both of those guys productive
0: okay a couple of veteran quarterbacks signing we talked a little bit about ryan fitzpatrick signed one year 10 million for washington football team i just don't think there's gonna be anything but love for that man Mm. on this show for any Mm. of the three of us and i think it's great for washington i think right
1: after they signed i think samuel And they had Fitzpatrick, and some other things went really nicely for them in free agency. And I loved watching the football team last year with Antonio Gibson. I was like, you know what? I'm going to buy a hat. And I went out to like a website and was looking at the hats, and just all all of them are just like a W. (laughs) Yeah.
3: It's
0: like, yeah. It's (laughs) so boring. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I didn't buy a hat in the end. Washington's going to be a good team this year, just NFL-wise. They have a great defense, and they're just adding... I mean, if Ryan Fitzpatrick can be Ryan Fitzmagic again, then Mm -hmm. that's going to be something to watch.
1: Yeah, you gotta like it. And some other news out of Washington is uh, their owner... I don't know if it's their owner or their CEO or whoever in the organization said that they're considering football team as their permanent name. How do you guys feel about that? Lamest
0: thing ever. <laughs> I can't, I can't even believe. I don't believe it. I refuse. There was a lot of like reasoning I saw in the article. It
1: was like, well, our fans really want something that ties to our tradition and our past <laughs> and like all this kind of stuff. And he like they keep like spewing this out. And I'm like, okay, how does this tie back to the name football team? And they're like, they don't want to be like, they don't want to go too far back and just like reference these things in their past because then they're trying too hard. If they're just called a football I was like, you know what, bud? Okay. But not
3: for sure.
2: Sounds like a prime example of talking out of your ass. (laughs) We, we, oh
0: my God. Just like, it's just our, it's just our tradition ever since the start of this franchise we have been a football team <laughs> so why not just stick with them?
1: Oh maybe God. that's what he's getting at and the logo will just be 11 guys
0: in pads like i can't even imagine what <laughs> I, I can't even imagine what my wife Matt, your sister would think about that because she has one of the weirdest okay audience she has the one of the weirdest pet peeves of anyone i've ever met she hates when mascot or logos of sports teams have the mascot playing the sport that they are representing yeah so prime example
1: think the the throwback patriots logo with the the new england patriot hiking a football yeah yeah that's that's not <laughs> acceptable
0: <laughs> yeah and just have the entire thing of oh, these like if their logo were just like 11 football players, she would have an absolute heart attack. <laughs> would uh,
2: would the Atlanta Thrashers when they were a team counted? Because he had a stick in his... That's correct.
0: That's, okay. that's a perfect, okay. another perfect example, yeah. Um, Miami Dolphins' old logo, which I love, but he has a football helmet on. Like mm, the Dolphin, yeah, that ha- the Dolphin has a football helmet. That, that's one of them, but I like that. I like that one. But. Anywho,
1: one last piece of news. Did you guys hear that Dan Snyder just bought out the minority owner of the Washington football team for like 40 mil or something like that? Mm-mm. So I think he's like the owner, complete owner now. The only guy there. So I guess that's neat, right? Washington I fans don't really <laughs> love,
0: love to hear that.
1: No, I think I uh, right after that <laughs> happened, I saw something on their subreddit that was just like, the post was, Dan Snyder deserves more respect as an owner of the league for all he's done. And like (laughs) you went into the post and the, the actual like body of it was like, nah, I'm just kidding. (laughs) 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 So even their fans don't like.
0: (laughs) Jameis Winston signs with the New Orleans saints one year, 5.5 million. That doesn't surprise me or anyone. I think we all saw that coming, right? Mm, Yeah. Move right along. More
1: money than Cam Newton is getting to start in new England. That's, That's the truth.
0: Corey Davis leaves the Tennessee Titans to play for the New York Jets. Three years, thirty-seven point five million dollars. Another one, Matt. I mean, I would love to have Corey Davis back. And I know you were a big fan of him more so than I was. But three years, thirty-seven million. Would you want to have matched that? No,
1: I, I really like him too. And it was one of the, Corey Davis. One of those players who early on didn't really prove his draft position and last year we talked about all year he was he was proving his worth and he earned himself a deal this year and if the jets want to pay it he deserves that money now is he going to do anything on the jets yeah, or the that's going to be anything that's, that's the what question. sucks about it fantasy yeah. are you
0: gonna draft him at the end
2: that's exactly what i was just going to ask as of today with their quarterback situation and they've got what Crowder is their number one. Do you draft Corey Davis? Cause we know,
0: no, no Corey it was Dave, the last was round last year. Would you yeah. draft him this year? I would, I would draft Corey Davis now for because he, he is the number one. He's going to get just peppered with targets or he should, if they're smart, then he will. So there is value. there. It's the jets we're talking about. What, what round do you draft
1: Corey Davis in like a 12 team draft? I'm thinking fourth round and I'm going to be okay with it. I don't think say, I'd go earlier than fourth round. You said fourth
0: him. round. You said 14. Yeah, too early. Fourth? fourth. You're wait. I, I can't tell. A if number, you're a number, a number one wide receiver on a team. I'll take him. You can have him. I'll take him in the eighth or ninth round. I'm not touching Corey Davis with Sam Darnold throwing him the ball that early. That's a waste. Yeah. That's
2: a yeah waste. He, <laughs> he, he would be a wide receiver four for me, and I hope with upside.
0: Like it's wide receiver with Corey, four on your with fantasy. Corey team, Davis. I would take him Davis.
2: three, maybe four. Yeah. I, I'd put him as a flex play. I'm not going to draft him as one of my
1: one or two receivers. I cannot do it, man. I could, I would go two, three on Corey. I don't know.
0: It's the team. The, the, yeah, the fourth round was a
1: little team. ambitious.
0: But <laughs> <laughs> okay. to, say he, to say he's a wide receiver
1: four okay, is it's is crazy to me. It's like, obviously somewhere in the middle. You <laughs> think about the wide receiver fours that you've, you've played in the past in fantasy, and Corey Davis being that? No,
2: I think what Jerry Judy is my receiver four this year, and going into this past year, i had a yeah. Eh.
0: Jameson Crowder in a twelve team, a two, a wide no, receiver two uh, towards 10. the end of the year. So why? I mean, if Corey Davis were to match Jamison Crowder, it would be like a, a low and wide receiver too. Right. We agree on that. Crowder was very, very useful towards the end of last. I'd say season.
1: I'd say two, three is what I was thinking.
0: Sure. four, fourth sure. Fourth round
1: was probably a wrong right. uh, guess. Okay. Two, three,
0: seventh round, eighth round. Could go there? Yeah,
1: Please, yeah. I mean, I'm definitely there. taking them in the 7th or 8th round and not feeling bad about it we at are all. Talking,
0: we're all talking 12-team leads. Anything
1: uh, after the 6th round, I'm picking all my baby bobas. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Just a couple more before we take a break. Rob Gronkowski back to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. One year, $10 million. Just a cool extra $10 million for Rob Gronkowski. I mean, why not, right? Try to get one more yeah. ring. Okay, real quick question. Scott, are you taking the Buccaneers to win the Super Bowl in 2021? Yes or no? I am not. Okay. Aaron Jones signed last one signs with the Green Bay Packers. Four years, forty-eight million dollars. Jamal Williams is gone. Matt, your emotions. You would have rather had Jamal Williams, right? I wanted to see AJ Dillon, Jamal Williams, oh, I stack attack.
1: Yeah. Um I guess I get this, but I don't I don't think Aaron Jones and AJ Dillon compliment each other as well as that would have been, and they could have dished off that contract and spent money elsewhere maybe got uh Aaron Rodgers at receiver. He always wanted, I don't know like Galladay or something, but I don't know. I'm not a green Bay Packers front office guy. They know what they're doing.
0: <laughs> all right, let's take a break guys. That was a lot to digest. So let's stretch our legs and get some beers. And when we come back, we're going to do our all time fantasy draft all time being Matt's birth to now. Mm. <laughs> that's because what else is, what else matters but all right we'll be right back
1: hey everybody ty here with dan and tone from the upper decker podcast
2: we hope you're enjoying this episode of chumps to champs these guys absolutely kill it when it comes to fantasy football and i'd be willing to bet that if you're uh you're a football fan there's a good chance you follow baseball as well
0: And if that's the case, we want you to finish up this episode and then head on over to the Upper Decker podcast. We cover all things baseball. So whether you want to hear about the latest on the field action, listen to breakdowns of trades and signings, or learn about some crazy baseball history, we've got a little something for everyone.
2: We are going to drop some knowledge on you and hopefully give you a few laughs in the process. If you want to check us out, we're available on all your streaming platforms. We'd also encourage you to follow us at Upper Decker Pod on Twitter and Facebook Hope you check us out and enjoy the rest of this episode of Chumps to Champs.
3: Woo! Welcome back
0: to Chumps Champs Fantasy Football Podcast. On that break, Matt showed us a video of Jamal Williams, like a compilation of his interviews, and he is just my absolute number one favorite athlete now. That guy is amazing.
3: <laughs> He's
1: hilarious. It, it's somewhere on the Detroit Lions subreddit, so go dig it up uh, <laughs> if you're listening.
0: <laughs> All right, guys, let's do this all-time fantasy football draft. The idea being, we're gonna do we're gonna draft two quarterbacks, two or I'm sorry, two quarterbacks, three running backs, three wide receivers, and one tight end. That's nine rounds for the three of us. And it's just awesome fantasy greats. It could be from a small sample size, large sample size, just from 1990 and on, who have been the best fantasy assets. And we can all kind of set our own boundaries of what that kind of means in our own
1: or rules. Danny, work. is it the yeah.
0: best season ever? Or the best career? doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. <laughs> it doesn't matter. I, I just fucking said that.
3: <laughs> 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 but
0: we just drew random order and the order's going to go Scott number one, Matt number two, Danny number three, and we're going to snake because I'm number three. Scott, you may be getting, you're on the clock, bub.
2: All right. I... I'm going to go with a guy we knew had one incredible season, but as I looked at it, I we weren't playing fantasy then. I'm going with Daniel Tomlinson. Say his just, name right first. Daniel Tomlinson. Exactly. Shut up. <laughs> I added an L. Whatever, dude, you kissed a guy. That would have been, uh, <laughs> would have been mine, too.
0: <laughs> that would have been
2: mine. Dude, I looked up his stats just in a quick whim, and we all talked about his 2006 season where he accounted for I think it was just might've been total 33 touchdowns,
0: 33. I had, I had 31, but we'll say 33. That's I think he ran ridiculous. 31 and caught two. Wasn't he, that he ran 28 and caught three. He may have gotten two more. Like, I don't know how elsewhere, but still it doesn't, it doesn't matter. Your point, the your old point flea track.
2: flicker with, Oh yeah. But anyway, <laughs> so between, from what I looked at between 2002 and 2007, Five of those six seasons, he was in the top 30 overall seasons for running backs since, like, uh, I don't even know what year. So six of those years, he was in the top echelon ever in fantasy. So yeah, I'm, I'm gonna go ahead and take him.
0: Yeah, he is great. Uh, his first eight years in the league 01 to08, over a thousand rushing yards and at least 10 touchdowns. get. Fifteen or more touchdowns in six straight years—he's incredible. He was—he in, was absolutely incredible um, with that '06 year and everything around it. So, if
2: we did fantasy back then, would there have ever been a different number one overall pick? Uh,
3: no.
0: I, I mean, he, I guess he'd <laughs>
1: always been in that conversation.
0: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Matt, you're on the clock. Number two. This
1: is tough because I wanted to go with the receiver first. And my original pick is slipping, slipping from my grasp right now. So I'm going to go with the guy that all of a sudden, I just love his TD production and he's been a stud and he did so much to change the receiving game in football. And that's Randy Moss. I think I got to go Randy Moss. Yeah. God, he had he had the most TDs in one season for a receiver with 23, it looks like, in an 07. That's and then ridiculous. He's, he's up on the list in multiple other seasons with like 17s and mm-hmm. something like that. Still, I think his highest... Uh, what was his highest receiving yard year was still like 1,600 plus. The guy's a stud. And to the fact that you have... It's not even a move named after you. Anytime you just... Fucking destroy a cornerback catching <laughs> yeah. the ball. You mossed him, so mm-hmm. I gotta go with
0: Randy Moss. Yeah, nine seasons of t- at least ten touchdowns. Re- like nine. That's that's awesome. Yeah. yeah, that's that's a great pick there. I am going to go with my first pick. I'm gonna go with Marshall Falk. Ooh, I knew really? he wouldn't come back to me. <laughs> yeah. Marshall Falk, uh Was incredible, and I'm even. I'm just eight eight times he had ten plus touchdowns. He had eleven straight years. Eleven straight years of of at least a thousand total yards. Um, he was part of the greatest show on turf. He changed. He changed how offenses work. Um, between 1998 and 2001, that's four seasons, four straight seasons. He had at least 1,300 rushing yards and. Seven hundred receiving yards, and he had a year where he had twenty-six total touchdowns in two thousand. That was his his big season. But Marshall fall incredible fantasy production, late nineties, early two thousands. What uh, what are you guys' emotions on him? Yeah,
1: I Good. Mean, he was back in the St. Louis Rams days, so he holds a soft spot in my heart. He's a great commentator too, and all the actual football stats that you just mentioned, you gotta love the man. Yeah.
0: I am going to toss out a quarterback, guys. Oh,
1: see, I was hoping my pick came back to me, and I'm pretty sure you're about to take Are
0: you sure? Oh, uh, no, no. I am going to take Peyton Manning. Yeah, that was it. <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs> okay. There,
1: there's not really an argument there. I don't think, um, I guess, Tom Brady could argue longevity and full career, but let me hear your points on Peyton Manning.
0: 17 seasons is what Peyton Manning played. Um, Other than that 2013 season, of course, that's the highlight. 5,477 yards, 55 touchdowns to 10 interceptions. That's awesome. 16 seasons of at least 26 passing touchdowns. I know it's not a ton nowadays, but to do it for that long, that consistently, over 4,000 passing yards in 14 of his 17 seasons, great consistency, and you have these spikes that are just absolute elite in history. Love Peyton Manning. I just, I like Peyton Manning too. Is that who you, but would you have given those same yeah. points?
1: Oh yeah, the, exactly. That he, he has the most passing yards in a season, the most passing touchdowns in a season. He's a likable guy. Um Great commercials.
0: Oh yeah. <laughs> what else is there? I mean, that's it. <laughs> that's it. But Matt, you're on the clock now coming back to you.
1: Yeah. I guess since Danny stole my pick of Peyton Manning, who I do think is the the best overall here oh, um yes. i think i'm gonna go with uh it pains me to say it but tom brady he's uh tom! he he's had some massive passing yard seasons 5200 yards in was that 11 uh 50 passing tds in 07 obviously he has longevity he just won a super bowl the guy's a stud i don't think I know we're picking fantasy. He's had his down fantasy years. Nobody's going to deny that. But, man, he's played almost since 90 till today. So, yeah, I'm going with Tom Brady.
0: Yeah, 19 actual seasons is what I wrote down. because We don't count the one where he tore his ACL. 12 times over 4,000 yards. He had that 07 year where he had 4,800 yards and 50 touchdowns. He's just the best fantasy and otherwise. Um, other than Peyton Manning, of course. <laughs> Scott, <laughs> will you go ahead now.
2: All right, so I got the double pick here, eh? yup all Good right, so I am gonna go with Marvin Harrison, like it is like my it wide receiver. if you look at his numbers with Peyton from ninety nine to o two, they are incredible all like three of those four seasons are in the top, like. 20 of wide receivers seasons fantasy wise in the last couple decades. Like those two, I mean, we all know Peyton Manning was an incredible quarterback, but that was his number one receiver for years and years. And that, that little splice in particular was immaculate. I mean, he didn't have tremendous amount of touchdowns, but if again, I'll say my stats, I looked at were full PPR even if you're doing half PPR that's still pretty incredible. So, Marvin Harrison, phenomenal.
0: Yeah, he had eight straight seasons from 99 to 06 where he had 1000 yards and 10 touchdowns. Eight straight. That's just that's, that's just incredible the consistency from that position. So, yeah. Like, it. who's your uh, who's your second pick? My
2: second pick is somebody who plays today and Ooh. is a quarterback.
3: Ooh, I
0: already picked you, Tom Brady. Who do you think it is? Patrick Mahomes? No. Aaron Hold Rogers. on. <laughs> Aaron yeah,
3: Rogers?
2: probably Rodgers. Probably it is Aaron Rodgers. Um, again, I've been looking up stats from the last, I don't know how many years, of I, I think it was from 97 on is when I looked at it. He's got five of the top quarterback stat seasons in those years. And it's just incredible because you think he's only won one Super Bowl, but everybody talks about him as he's one of the best quarterbacks. And it's, in my opinion, he's one of those great quarterbacks that kind of is always talked about being great, but slides under the radar a little bit in terms of like being put up with those upper echelon of quarterbacks. And then you look at his stats and you're like, holy hell. There's not much you haven't done that is comparable to every other great quarterback. So
0: Oh wow. I'm gonna go with Rodgers. Oh man. Wow. It's a good one. It's a good one. Matt, who you got? Your next pick.
1: Barry Sanders. Barry ah, Sanders. Yeah. Um I mentioned earlier, and I've mentioned many times that I'm a bit of a Detroit fan and First of all, Barry Sanders, is Barry Sanders had some incredible seasons. He was a 2K rusher. I think he's hit 16 plus touchdowns in a year. Uh, his name speaks for itself. Too bad, like every other Detroit player, he was played by being on Detroit. But Barry mm. Sanders, legendary running back. I don't, It wasn't even the Detroit thing. He still did. If he didn't retire when he was like
2: 28. 30. I looked it up. 30. 30. Okay. How many records would he have still
1: today? Yeah. I don't know. 30 over the hill for, well, I guess back in his day, it, it may not have been as much over the hill as it is now, but it's tough to be productive at 30 plus
0: nowadays. I think I read this stat, right? With Barry Sanders. I mean, he, was, he had nine seasons in the nineties and he had a, a, just, he was just incredible. His worst year was 1993. And in his worst year, he only played 11 games and he still had, Eleven hundred rushing yards. Wow! Like he's he's just fine. Yeah, (laughs) he's incredible. Um, my next pick might surprise you. Might surprise you a bit. It is Sean Alexander. Ooh, he was on my list. Yeah, and I wanted to highlight specifically five seasons. I made this pick based off of five seasons: two thousand one to two thousand five. In that all five of those seasons, he had over 1,600 scrimmage yards and at least 16 touchdowns total in each one of those five. 16 touchdowns in all five seasons or more. What about 05, Danny? How many do you have that year? What do you tell me? Oh, wait, 05? Oh, hold on, hold on, hold on. 28. I right, had 27, but I, my, well, he my had stats a, he had out. a No, he had a, a receiving. He had 27 oh, okay. rushing touchdowns, 28 total, 28. And that was the year before LT did his, uh, that's that's who LT was chasing. Yeah. When that whole thing was happening. uh, and they're Like, is he going to catch? It was Sean Alexander. So yeah, mm-hmm. 28 total. So that was what he could do. I think he hit 20 another season in that five as well. Matt, you've seen, you may have it pulled up. I think he hit 20 total touchdowns like the year before that or something like that. Yeah. He was unbelievable so sean alexander and i'll just snowball this into my next pick emmett smith all right dallas cowboys
1: but you didn't steal mine there so i'm okay with that but let's let's hear the emmett smith uh reasoning
0: smith. he do played forever he played forever <laughs> 15 seasons and in those 15 seasons over a thousand scrimmage yards and all of them but one Uh, he hit 18 rushing touchdowns or more three times in his career. Unbelievable. His big season, 1995, 1,700 rushing touchdowns, 25, I'm sorry, touchdowns, 1,700 yards. He did not have 1,700 touchdowns. I should clarify (laughs) that. Uh, But 25 touchdowns, over 2,000 scrimmage yards. Emmitt Smith was one of the greatest running backs ever and still for fantasy purposes. He done did it, so he's my pick there.
1: My pick, I'm going to go back into the wide receiver pool and again to the longevity ring. We mentioned him earlier, Jerry Rice.
0: How
3: <laughs> how, how do you not Jerry love Jerry Rice? Jerry Rice? <laughs> yeah, I
0: skipped him and I was like, "Oh. Oh. I skipped the yeah. greatest football player ever."
1: <laughs> I was afraid <laughs> you were going to take him on that uh, on that turn pick. But yeah, 95, 1800 plus receiving yards which is third all time and also i guess well sorry it was 87 that he had his big td year um but you know what i don't care i'm still going with jerry rice (laughs) (laughs) but i don't care Uh, about that yeah he's been a stud forever and what is it he had 15 plus in 93 and 95 so i think that still qualifies and
0: yeah he,
1: he he lands in my 90s plus um Jerry Rice is my wide receiver, too. And I'm pretty happy about that.
0: Yeah, I wrote down on my paper if I was going to draft Jerry Rice, uh, like from 1990 to 2002, 10 times over a thousand yards with six straight like 10 touchdowns or more. And I was like, that doesn't count everything before 1990, which was four more seasons of a thousand yards (laughs) and like even way more touchdowns than that. So if we're going to clip that out, Jerry Rice is still... Yeah. He's just that. He's that good. All right, Scott. I, I, I took our 90
1: rule as like they were still playing at 90. Yeah. And then you count everything, right? I drew a line <laughs> January 1.
2: That is where
1: <laughs> I've been struggling, Matt.
2: That's. I just looked up Joe Montana's stats. I'm like, he played Toss in him. the
1: early 90s. Toss him out. He, Obviously. He
2: played until 94. <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah, I'm okay well, with us being a little loosey-goosey here. So, yeah, throw him out there.
0: Paul, let's (laughs) start this fucking thing over then.
3: (laughs) I'm I'm not a
0: guy from Super Bowl one because (laughs) he was still alive. (laughs) Uh, Scott, you are up. I am going
2: to go ahead and take another running back here. And this is a stat. I actually don't have any individual stats. I just know in terms of best running backs, he's like top like 15 of the list and everything else. It's, Ad- it's Adrian Peterson. Yeah, that dude in his prime was the number one draft pick in fantasy
0: for how many straight years A
2: few.
0: until he blew out his knee? He, well, he was still, I think, the number one draft pick then blew out his knee, lost the rest of the year and then came right back and everyone because he had the miraculous knee come back. Oh, yeah, like what?
1: He, he was the first player who came back from an ACL tear and was still good right like before yeah. that an acl tear was a career ender and yeah. he proved that i guess he didn't prove it but science proved that that wasn't a thing anymore
0: yeah he had uh at least 10 touchdowns in his first eight seasons not counting the one where he got hurt like immediately and over 1600 scrimmage yards in six of them he had the 2012 season that was unbelievable scott uh, that he he didn't break Eric Dickerson. Did he, he, did he break? No, he was like eight yards short no. of Eric Dickerson's record.
2: Yeah, I think I believe. That, that record yep. still stands.
0: So, it was eight yards short. Eight yards short of that. So, yeah, I don't blame you for that pick, Scott. That's good.
2: My next pick, I'm, I'm going to go ahead and take Drew Brees.
0: Oh, God damn it. That was going to be my. I was hoping you get back to me.
2: And that man is only behind Rodgers. And like I said, stat wise, of you know, touched out, everything accumulated. He's tied with Tom Brady with four of the last. I don't remember how many it was of the last 30 years. I looked at breeze is tied with Brady for having four of the top seasons ever. And Rogers had five. He's the only person above them. And Manning. We talked about how his incredible season, he only had two seasons that were in the top echelon. So these guys are more, I guess you could say, I mean, Manning was consistent. I don't want to say Manning wasn't a consistent quarterback, but in terms of the argument we're making now, apparently Rodgers, Brees, and Brady were a little bit better with their
0: best seasons. Drew Brees had nine straight seasons of at least thirty-two touchdown passes. That's pretty awesome. And he had didn't five. he have like a five thousand-yard streak or something? Yeah. Well, he had five. Season total seasons of at least five thousand passes. Five yards. total. Okay, yeah, that's, that's just just yeah. insane. He was one yard short. I'm sorry, Peyton Manning beat him in 2013 by one yard, one passing yard for the round. like. I remember that. Like in 2011, Drew Brees had five thousand four hundred seventy six yards and forty six touchdowns. He's just he's just really good. Matt, you are up with your next pick.
3: All right. Well, I
1: think. I think it's about time that I do something that I really like. My next pick
0: <laughs> cuz you haven't been for the a, last <laughs> how many years? I
1: got a feeling
0: I know who it is. Yeah.
1: My next pick is a player who's still playing today. I was um, wrong. <laughs> <laughs> I, th- I think I uh, think I think you'll you'll get a better feeling here. He's a running back and I think he has earned um all-time great fantasy player status um at least on a season per season account because i'm picking derrick henry i knew it i knew it uh fifth all-time in rushing yards per season last year when he cracked 2k with 2027 he also hit 17 rushing touchdowns last year and he's had 16 in 2019 and uh, i think productive year before that too whatever it's it's hard to argue against him i think even though i'm a fan um even though he's still in his prime he's got good years to come i'm not upset at
0: all about picking derrick henry here I wrote down statistics for Derrick Henry, so obviously I had him. I thought of him as well, so he, mm-hmm. I, think, I don't think it's crazy. And what I wrote down, I mean, he's only had yeah, three seasons, but they went thousand yards next in twelve touchdowns, fifteen hundred yards, so a five hundred yard boost, and eighteen total touchdowns, over two thousand, so another five hundred yard boost, and seventeen touchdowns. Like, so he's going to hit twenty five hundred so twenty five hundred yards. yards and twenty <laughs> touchdowns next year. <laughs> no I like that pick yeah that math adds up my so it's me for the the turn and I'm going to go first of all with Terrell Owens wide receiver for multiple different teams he had nine seasons of over a thousand yards and eight times he hit 10 touchdowns the guy was a machine top five greatest wide receivers ever and between 98 and 2008 he was just he dominated for like half the teams in the league. Most, I mean, he was awesome. So Terrell Owens is who I'm taking there for my number one wide receiver. And then I'm going to take another wide receiver.
1: I Don't do it to me, Danny. Don't do
0: it to me. And I'm going to take Calvin Johnson. Oh, he did it. I yeah, thought he was going to drop. Yeah, right. Right. I was
1: considering Calvin Johnson for my first wide receiver. And yeah. I picked two cents then. So kudos to you, Danny. That's Good. a steal at this point.
0: Yeah, Calvin Johnson, 8 straight 1,000-yard seasons, four times over 10 touchdowns. I mean, the guy was unstoppable. The Matthew Stafford to Calvin Johnson connection was ridiculous. I mean, it just didn't matter what the defense did. They could put as many guys as they wanted him. He's called Megatron for a reason. Oh, I loved watching Calvin Johnson play, and he was number one wide receiver in fantasy for God, years. years so i'm happy with that matt you are up
1: yep um well calvin johnson i was hoping leaked to me and he did not so i think i already have two wide receivers randy moss and jerry rice two studs i'm pretty
0: (laughs) good the two best ever yeah
1: i'm gonna go a little bit homer on this one i think there's a couple guys out there that i think maybe have better single season stats like uh, maybe Antonio Brown and a couple others. But there's two guys in my mind now um, until they left. Rams were my team in St. Louis and Isaac Bruce and Torrey Holt were the boys.
0: Um, now, which one are you going to pick? Cause I, I have one listed <laughs> like, Oh, when, okay. This is the one. So, so I think Holt
1: makes more sense. He had more years with high yardage totals and TDs. But Bruce was my guy growing up, and he Mm. does have his 95 year with uh, 1,781 yards was higher of the the two. And he had, I think, a couple 13 and 12 TD receiving years. It's tough because both of them were on the same team most of these years, um, which I think hindered their TDs. Uh, I'm just gonna go with Isaac Bruce because he okay. was he was my guy growing up I you know wide receiver three I can't complain about that
0: that's really good I, I imagine that leaves Holt for you I personally would have gone with Tory Holt so we'll see it
1: seemed like that was the the one that made sense and Scott's in the bathroom right now so he probably doesn't know that you'll be gunning for him
0: yeah I mean what we can do is we can keep talking And just fill this gap with just beautiful, you know, audio and hope that Scott returns and he's not actually pooping. Okay, here he is.
2: I'm back and I have wireless headphones and I, as soon as you said the Rams, I went, oh, damn it. I had both Bruce and Holt on my list. So with my first pick, I am going to take the other one from what you guys were discussing was Tory Holt yeah. for all, all the same reasons you guys said. I had both of them on my list. Maybe it is a Homer thing like Matt said because we watched them and they were amazing and we got to see all the things they did firsthand, the great show on turf and everything else. But my God, Tori Holt needs to be in the Hall of Fame. Does anyone disagree with that? No. Have you seen
0: his fingers? Or his finger. Yeah, he, he's, he's broke hand them hand all hand. like nineteen times. He's well, is it because uh Kurt Warner threw the ball too hard? Is that what he said? Or so I think it's just well, he just just catching a lot of balls yeah. too hard. I don't think it
2: was one particular it quarterback. Might
1: have been that, but you remember Warner always had that uh not very tight spiral. So I'd imagine I'm, it
0: can't be <laughs> it. <laughs>
1: A lot of Favre's receivers used to complain about breaking fingers from his.
0: That's back. that's right. They saying "Can you just slow the fuck down, <laughs> just a little bit?" <laughs> Bam, still reminiscing
1: a bit more too. You get like Bruce seemed like the last receiver who just like taped his fingers versus gloves, and now it's just blanket. Every receiver in the NFL uses the gloves, and I don't know what the tape did for Bruce. I think he taped two fingers together. Um, it probably didn't do anything, but it was
2: neat. Is, is it, is it similar to, <laughs> if you imagine basket weaving where you just got two
3: separate pieces and you
2: strap them together <laughs>
0: mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. Horse fingers are just constantly broken. So he's constantly with that. All right, Scott, Tori Holtz, your first pick. Your second is all right.
2: I'm going to take the first tight end off the board boys. And I'm going to take Rob Gronkowski. From the amazing things he did, particularly from 11 to 14. In 2011, he had 18 touchdowns. Yeah. 18 insane. is a tight end. That's incredible. One of them and was a rushing touchdown. <laughs> that's pretty cool. Even better.
0: Yeah.
2: But yeah. And that was even in the era where Aaron Hernandez was there taking away some of his targets and reception yards. Maybe that actually helped him. So I'd, I, would yeah, I wouldn't, I would be confident arguing one way or the other, because that might've been good for him. But I mean, it all ground. Yeah. Yeah. He has three of the four years of that era in the top. I, I guess, I think it was like 20 tight end fantasy years since 97. He has, four of them all in that tight group so
0: yeah give me Gronk in that era any day baby yeah he's really good um uh, he caught, caught us off guard with a tight end pick matt uh you're up now i think i'm gonna fill out my last running back
1: with priest holmes Yeah, uh, yeah. yeah yeah he was my next, next one he was dominant in fantasy for a period <laughs> yes, um, he was. in 03, 27 touchdowns, which is tied for second of all time. In 02, he had 21 touchdowns. Uh, I think he has like three or four years hovering around 1500 rushing yards. Uh, I don't think he had the longest career, but no running back does. But my God, when he was a fantasy stud, he was the guy to own.
0: Yeah. So, I had him written down too, and it was based off of the th- of three seasons. And it was 01 to 03, just like you were saying, all three of them over 2,000 scrimmage yards, so rushing and receiving. And yeah, Matt, like you said, 03, 27 rushing touchdowns, and an 02, 21 rushing touchdowns. And 02, he also had three receiving touchdowns, so 24 total. He followed up a 24 touchdown season with a 27 burger. Mm-hmm. And that's, that's the, Great pick, great value, as oh, we yeah. say in the fantasy uh, biz. <laughs> so that leaves me for my last turn before you know, circle it all back around. I'll take my tight end here, and I'm going to take Travis Kelsey. All right, guys, well, five one thousand yard seasons and counting, ten touchdowns twice, and we'll see how many more. He's just He's creeping up on Gronk as, you know, tight end fantasy gold here. Uh, I was between him and somebody else in that position, but I'm just going to go with the uh, more recent Travis Kelsey there. And my other pick, I'm going to go wide receiver. And I'm taking Larry Fitzgerald. He was next to my list to round out my wide receiving core. It is all about longevity. Uh, For what he did, he had nine. 1,000-yard receiving seasons, 10 or more touchdowns five times, and he did all this a lot of times with no quarterback helping him out. So he's one of my favorite NFL players of all time. So taking him this late, I'm very happy with Larry Fitzgerald there. Matt, you are up now.
1: My next pick is a player who still plays today tight ends i know that i can wait on because danny and scott already picked theirs and we only have one so i'm gonna go with the quarterback
3: mm-hmm.
1: who plays today and i think the next most valuable quarterback since the 90s is uh matthew stafford
0: wow wow I, right I, I thought of him when we were doing the prep for that and
1: it it it's one of those that nobody's ever considered him elite, but his stats have always been elite, and it's true if you look at it. He's he's pretty much next in line after Drew Brees, Aaron Rodgers, Tom, Brady Peyton Manning. He had a 41 touchdown season in eleven. That was big. He's had uh I think a, a five thousand plus passing yard season also in eleven, and in two thousand twelve he sniffed five thousand just barely under it. And he's he's been pushing Pushing that bar ever since ups and downs in Detroit. We mentioned, I guess I have myself two Detroit players now. If I would have got Calvin Johnson, Danny, I would have. We can make (laughs) trades.
0: I'll trade you Calvin Johnson for Randy Moss. Oh Uh,
1: man! But uh, no, I think uh, it it it's a surprising sounding pick, but I think Matthew Stafford is the next quarterback on my list here, so I'm I'm gonna snag him.
0: I like it. Scott, your last two picks. You need a running back and a wide receiver, bub. Don't tell me what I need, Danny. You need it.
2: I need... Never mind. Take it. I going to put a yo mama joke in there, but I decided against it. I'm I'm better glad judgment.
0: My mom listens to this, so... <laughs>
3: Dutch <Does she? laughs> team.
0: All of her fantasy football knowledge comes from this podcast, so... No. It Be sounds fine. like you're so- <laughs> Yeah.
2: <laughs> Make the pick. I- I was trying to make jokes, but whatever, Matt. (laughs) All right. So my next pick, I will go running back. We talked about a little bit. It's Curtis Martin. Ooh, that's the the New England Patriots back in the what? 2000s when they actually used to run the ball.
0: 95, like the late nineties was pages. Nine was the jets. And also then they ran. Yeah. The Jets and Patriot, which is weird because they hate each other, but yeah.
1: Yeah, I believe a uh, longtime listener, Keith, uh, actually had a Curtis Martin Jets jersey after a phenomenal fantasy year. Uh, felt he needed to buy it. <laughs> That's the reasoning. <laughs> Why did you get that, Keith? I thought I needed it. <laughs> no, I, he had him on his team for a
0: phenomenal fantasy here, and due to that production, he felt he needed to buy it. Fair enough. So I guess that means he's going to get a Devontae Adams jersey this year because he just won our league. Yeah. Long time listener. Got to buy a Devontae Adams jersey. Now right, hear that first. Go ahead, Scott. Sorry. You, we derailed your Curtis Martin pick. Yeah. All good,
2: baby. All right. So my last pick is a wide receiver. I was torn between two guys and that was recency bias and longevity. It was between Chris Carter who was obviously a long-time amazing player for the Vikings in 95. He had 17 touchdowns, 122 receptions, almost 1,400 yards. And on the recency, was Antonio Brown, who in 2014 and 15, he had 14 touchdowns one year, and I don't even know what he had the second year. But with him and Roethlisberger, that was, I mean, we all knew he was the number one wide right receiver in your fantasy draft for those two years. He was going with, number one overall. Yeah, hands down. So with that being said, with my fantasy recency
0: bias, I'm going to go Antonio Brown. That's good because Chris Carter uh, Chris Carter was great, but you know what ruined Chris Carter? CeCe was uh, Randy Moss. that's what i was thinking too the fact that showed up it's like oh it's like the bruce Holt thing i'll toss it to
2: you
1: yeah you you saying that bruce is ruined yeah
0: what are you saying i'm saying (laughs) (laughs) imagine without the other (laughs)
2: <laughs> we, wait, wait, wait! We talked about that earlier, assholes. No, you. I thought you were my, you were my friends.
1: Yeah. No. Uh, <laughs> my last pick is going to be pretty easy right here because this would have been my first tight end. Um, overall, Tony Gonzalez. I, I think he's an absolute stud all time, especially through this. He played what ninety seven through eight on KC and then Atlanta from 09 to thirteen.
0: He was good so, on Atlanta too. Yeah.
1: Yeah. He wasn't just there riding out his glory years. Right. He was productive. Um, tons of Pro Bowls. I think I just mentioned that. He had the third most receptions of any player all time, with 1,352. Above him was obviously Jerry Rice and who else?
0: Larry Fitzgerald.
1: Yep. Wow.
3: So, right I'm on there. with trivia today, guys. I'm doing good. <laughs>
1: Right there solidifies you in these fantasy greats, especially if we're considering this half PPR. That's a lot of half P's um, <laughs> in our PRs. So um, other than that, I think his highest uh, TD season was 11, and I'm not sure what his highest yardage season was, but uh, through his career, he had over 15,000 yards receiving. That's that's pretty good. Um just an absolute stud. I think he was the first basketball basketball-like player tight end and kind of started that trend, so he changed the game. Tons of good things to say about Tony Gonzalez. Got to like him. Glad to get him with my last pick.
0: I feel like Tony Gonzalez was in an era. I mean, I know he spanned across a lot of years, but I feel like right now in today's NFL, they throw touchdown passes to tight ends a lot more than when in Tony Gonzalez's heyday. You know what I mean? And like I think kind of like you alluded to, yeah he may have transformed the position into more of an offensive weapon instead of just blocking and whatnot. And so 11 touchdowns back then seems way more valuable on an offense than 11 touchdowns today. Does that make sense? Yeah, I, I might 100% have. agree with that.
1: Yes, absolutely. I might have glossed over it by saying he was like the first basketball player tight end, but yeah, he, he was one of the first like re- receiver tight ends who's actually part of your receiving core rather than mainly blocking um, game was a lot different before him. Right. And he did a phenomenal Dos Equis commercials just
2: to round out his career with just amazingness. <laughs>
3: and,
0: and he's handsome as shit. I mean, still to this day. So, uh, my last pick of this entire all time fantasy draft. I have to fill out a quarterback. This is such a bummer of like a final pick but I'm taking Patrick Mahomes. Ew. It's current. He's done three nah. actual seasons, and he's just done. He's so good right now. I mean, 50 touchdowns, 26 touchdowns, 38 touchdowns. He rushes over over 200 rushing yards throughout that, which isn't that much compared to, like, Lamar Jackson and whatnot, but it's still pretty good. He has a bright future, so.
1: I mean, if we're going based off contract money, he's the best pick in the whole draft, right?
0: Well, That's what I'm doing.
1: (laughs) And that was definitely
2: a great pick. And the only thing I could think of was, again, recency bias. Mahomes by far the best. And then I think about, like, our childhood. And it was, like, L.A. and Marino. Those the like, two guys. But, again, they were at the end of their career in the 90s. So it's it's hard to compare, I guess, if we're going 90s beyond.
0: Mm So go ahead, Matt. I'm just going to say, I
1: think Marino's prime years were slightly before the nineties, right? Agreed. Uh, yeah.
2: Uh,
0: yeah. Well, both could... of theirs
2: were right. Yeah. yeah. But Elway, he went out on top.
0: He won a super bowl. All right. Scott, give us your, your final all time team. All right. So my all time team
2: quarterbacks pretty recent. I got Rogers and breeze leading it off running backs. Tomlinson, Adrian Peterson, and Curtis Martin. Wide receivers. <laughs> aren't we all? Yeah. Wide receivers, Marvin Harrison, Torrey Holt, Antonio Brown. And my tight end is Robert
0: Gronkowski. Now, Matt, give that a grade. Give that, uh, give that team a grade for Scott. drafting out of the one spot. I'm going to say B+. How... I'll give it a B plus. I, I like yeah, those running B plus. Backs. I like those running backs quite a bit. Um, I think you did good. Only
1: B plus because I can't grade him better than me because I <laughs> love my team.
3: <laughs> no. Okay, Matt, give us give us your team. Go for
1: it. <laughs> Let's start it off with old Tom Brady. Um, pretty much played all these years. He just won a Super Bowl. <laughs>
0: <laughs> that sentence was pretty much played all these years. Since
1: <laughs> so I've been alive. I know of Tom Brady. <laughs> yeah, he's pretty good. Everybody knows him uh, behind him. Matthew Stafford, a little bit of a baby Bubba, but he has the stats to back up being my QB too. Um, I think I could defend that any day of the week. Hop into my running backs. I love my running back core here. Barry Sanders, Derrick Henry, Priest Holmes, got a mix of just all-time great, current, great, who should be an all-time great, and Priest Holmes, who had some of the most fantastic fantasy years in history, dropped down into my wide receiver core. Randy Moss, again, some of the best seasons of all time, Jerry Rice, longevity, also best seasons of all time, Isaac Bruce, a little bit of a baby Bubba, still. Great production, great wide receiver, and Tony Gonzalez, who, as I just mentioned, is my number one tight end of all time. Either way, so very happy with how my team turned out in the
0: middle spot. Scott, give Matt's team a grade. I I give him an A minus. I I like he likes yours better than his.
3: Well, well, he didn't grade his own team. Oh,
0: I'm sorry. You that's correct, Scott. Grade. Uh, I I'd give mine. Uh, the B plus was, for, I I do like his
2: positions other than quarterback better than mine as a whole. So I'm going to say I'm a 90. He's a 92. I like and both, both a
0: minuses. He's a higher a minus. I agree like, that. I like
1: your quarterbacks more, Scott.
0: I like, so I, okay. This is what I think. I think Matt's got the best quarter. I think we Tom Brady, then I like Scott's two Rogers and breeze. And then I like Stafford. I mean, when you compare the four of them. I like Scott's running backs better, but I think Matt has the best wide receivers out of all three of us. And I think the whole tight end position is kind of a wash. To be completely real with those, those three are—they're all have their different aspects. So it's pretty, pretty close, pretty close tie for second, I would say, because <laughs> my team, <laughs> Peyton Manning, best quarterback ever. Fancy wise uh, Patrick Mahomes, he's a stud. And then you got Marshall Fox, Sean Alexander, Emmitt Smith, who I think is the best running back class of this. Uh, Terrell Owens, Calvin Johnson, Larry Fitzgerald. I know I, I hurt Matt with that Calvin Johnson pick. I like those three. I don't like them as much as, obviously, Randy Moss, Jerry Rice, Isaac Bruce. I think in comparison, they're a, a step lower. And then Travis Kelsey is a rock star. You guys can grade mine now
1: yeah I like yours you asshole yeah i think uh i i can't say that you're worse than me
0: Matt generally <laughs> tries to find ways to just take me down a notch so this is a win
1: <laughs> to hear that i mean obviously when we're, we're picking greatest of all time all of our teams are going to look great and, yeah uh, they do we should do this all the time <laughs> yeah i mean it's Great off-season uh, exercise, it just looking back over the years, seeing how fantasies played out over the years.
0: That's all we got, though, guys. Um, let us know what you think of our awesome draft here. Um, it's going to be another two weeks because we're still in the spring. Ugh. Ugh. Gross. Well, but we'll be back in two weeks. Thanks for sticking around this entire time. Uh, like and share everything that we do. Go ahead, Matt.
1: As I said, what is it in two weeks? Are we doing a little bit of a draft preview or is I that, think it's uh, draft
0: preview? No, I think it's draft preview and then the draft will happen. Then we'll do a draft recap. I'm almost positive. That's what it is because it's like April. They said
2: the draft is coming up soon. So that has to make sense. Yeah.
1: Draft is the very end of April. I think like April 29th or something. So we'll see how the weeks fall. And
0: uh, yeah, there may be something in between then. Uh, no matter what, we're going to bring you great content right oh i think it's uh i think there's a show that we're gonna do and then it's the draft preview and then the recap after that so i think we're gonna do a little news and notes and some some fun shit as always uh in a couple of weeks but uh come back and join us thanks for sticking around this entire time matt what do we always say
1: remember have fun with it
3: bye now